Hello, this is uh, Pod for the Course, and I'm Tom Kay, the uh, Senior Director of Communications for Washington Golf. And today we have with us uh, Aaron Zeekley, who is the director, tournament director for the Northwest Women's Open. Uh, Aaron, thanks so much for joining us today. Sure, happy to happy to be on. Yeah, absolutely. I think everyone's happy just to be able to have some opportunities to play competitive golf these days. I think, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I know the PNGA canceled all of theirs, so I got a lot more amateurs this year than I normally get. So. Yeah, I'll bet. In fact, when the PNGA canceled the rest of their season, uh, the, the events they had left uh, remaining were like the, the women's amateur, the uh, junior girls amateur. So there were quite a quite a few events that they had coming up, and they were all full, and they all had waiting lists. So. Wow. Yeah, lots of really good players looking for spots, places to play. And uh, I know that uh, you have the Northwest Women's Open coming up uh, this month, uh, July 20, 21, and 22 at uh, Twin Lakes Golf and Country Club in Federal Way, Washington. Yes? Yes, that's correct. Yeah, absolutely. So what is the uh, – well, first of all, let's just uh, talk a little bit about your background, Erin. How long have you been the tournament director of the Northwest Women's Open? Well, it started out uh, 24 years ago. I started it at uh, Willow's Run as the Eastside Women's Open. And then I was there, did that for several years, and then it morphed into the Washington State Women's Open and did that for a number of years. And the last, I don't know, 10, 12 years, it's been at Twin Lakes as the Northwest Women's Open. And uh, we've got people that come in from all over the world, people from Japan and New Zealand and all over. Mm-hmm. And for you, uh, you're, you, <laughs> you've got a lot on your plate as it is, even without the Northwest Women's Open. Uh, as I understand, you are the uh, head coach uh, for the uh, boys and girls teams at uh, the Bush School. Is that correct? That's correct. And the middle school I'm developing and- so they can move into the varsity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's there you go. Right. Uh-huh. And uh, where is the Bush School located? It's over by Leschai on Lake oh, yeah. Washington. Kind of. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. So- School uh, K through 12. Okay. Uh, how was the uh, uh, was the season for the uh, kids there at the school? Was that uh, the spring season? Was that canceled? That right? the, I have the boys in the fall, and then the girls in the middle school in the spring. And mm-hmm. I had uh, two weeks with the middle school and one week with the varsity girls, and then it was all canceled. Oh wow! So okay. Very disappointing for I had five seniors on my uh, varsity team, and so that was. Pointing. I'd had them last year and was really looking forward to this year, and so that was all canceled. So, yeah, that's really unfortunate. For you know, you think about kids like that in the in the situ- situation that we're in, they lose a year's worth of playing, and and for someone at that age, that's a lot. That's a that's a big loss for them. Yes, it is. Well, a lot of my students, because the school is so small, I, I usually have mostly brand new kids, and so I kind of groomed them last year, and then. This year was going to be our year. They were getting better and better, and so that was disappointing. The boys, I have a lot of um, good players on the boys' team, but because the um, the, the uh, state open is in the spring, they didn't get to play in it, the ones that had qualified for our districts and then, then of course, the state. So mm-hmm. they missed out on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Aaron, you are also an LPGA professional and a life member of the LPGA. Is that correct? That's correct. Yeah. What is your? Are you from the Northwest, or are you? Uh, where are you from originally? 
I, I grew up here. Um, I went to Blanchette High School, and I, went, I graduated from the University of Washington, and mm-hmm. I've been an LPGA member for the last 24 years, mm-hmm. and each um, been teaching all that time. And uh, I'm out at, uh, right now, I'm out at uh, Twin Rivers Golf Course out in Fall City. Mm-hmm. And sure. I live, yeah. in, live in West Seattle, so it's, uh, with the bridge down, it's been quite the commute. Yeah, that's a challenge right there. <laughs> yeah. What's the, uh, what is the home course for the Bush School players? Uh, Jefferson. Uh-huh, okay, very nice. So the Northwest Women's Open, the mm-hmm. uh, defending champion is who? Uh, Jessica Maynard. Okay, and where is she from? She is from Petaluma, California. Okay. Is she going to be in the field again this year? She is, thank goodness. Um, She's not from Canada because I lost a lot of Canadian players because the borders closed. Mm -hmm. And we were hoping it was going to open on the 21st, which is Tuesday, the first day of our tournament. On Mm -hmm. Monday, we have a pro-am. And then on Tuesday and Wednesday, it's the tournament proper. And we were hoping that maybe if they opened it on the 21st, they could, you know, drive down early, but it's not going to happen because I just heard today where they it looks like they're going to keep it closed until August 21st. Yeah, I think I saw a headline as well saying about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it's really unfortunate. So, the uh, uh, what is the size of the field going to be? Do you suppose? Well, this year it's going to there's 31 players, and it's almost half and half with professionals and amateurs. In the mm-hmm. past. I haven't been able to – I couldn't seem to attract uh, amateurs to the tournament. Um, it is a true open, so they have to play gross score. But mm-hmm. uh, I had to change things around a little bit this time because uh, I had such a huge field of amateurs. So even though they'll be – there's going to be uh, – they're separated a bit, but they will be mixed into the field on the second day according mm-hmm. to their score. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's a true open. And, um, yeah, I've got, I think – 15 or 17 amps and uh, 15, well, let's see, 14 professionals. Mm-hmm. And lost a lot of pros because a lot of them traveled from Texas and Florida and California, a lot from California, and none of them really were able to come. So Yeah, yeah. Yeah, lots of restrictions and hesitations just of, of traveling just because of the situation, correct? Absolutely. Yeah, that's the only reason. It's, it's really a shame because we really could have had a, a pretty big field this year. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. So how many years, again, that this is going to be held at Twin Lakes, the 12th year? Well, I think so. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> the, I don't even know what day it is, honestly. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it, for, at least for the last 10, 12 years, it's been out at uh, Twin Lakes. And mm-hmm. uh, their membership has been very supportive of the tournament. It's a great venue. The course I played it the other day, and the course is in fabulous shape. Mm-hmm. It's not an easy course to play. I don't mm-hmm. know if you played it or not, but it's a it's a very challenging course. So, um, but I have the tee set up uh, so that it's real playable. It's not, and we're not playing it from the tips. And even though the yardage might look shorter, playing it around fifty six hundred, um, it is it is challenging. Yeah, I I have been there, and I know that there's some out of bounds there just because there it does went wind through a, a, a housing uh, development a little bit. So yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, very few places to play these days for the competitive golfer, and mm-hmm. uh, I think that uh, seems like the response has been fairly good to something like this, and that it, the fact that it's a local event. 
and people mm-hmm. don't have to travel, I think that might be sort of a good thing sometimes for the local player anyway. Yeah, absolutely. And we're taking all the precautions. We usually, um, we also used to have, um, it, last year was the last year we had, um, we called it the Kusa Cup. Kusa Crystal has been wonderful to our tournament and has sponsored and, and donated Crystal. And I had a match play event between, it started out as the Canadians and the Americans. So I had five on each team. I had four pros, one am, and we did a like a Ryder Cup or a Solheim Cup event before the Pro-Am on Monday, and that has been that was really, really fun. Um, but the Kusaks retired, and so that was uh, – but they had done it for almost 20 years, um, had started that. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that so that was – last year was the last year. So that was uh, that was unfortunate to see that go. And then in the afternoon on um, Monday, we would have a Pro-Am, and so it would be a shotgun start. But this year, because of COVID-19 – we're doing tea times so that we don't have any any big gatherings at all. So there'll be tea times for the pro-am, and of course, the, um, all the players will go off in threesomes on Tuesday and Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Okay, makes sense. So, are you doing anything particular for course setup or uh, policies uh, for the players just to st- stay safe on the golf course? Well, they definitely have to wear their masks around the pro shop and um, and in the clubhouse. We'll be checking them in outside so they won't have to go inside. And then out on the golf course, I'm trying to set things up so that uh, there'll be a couple of walkers maybe and somebody in a cart. So there's need to keep social distance. And um, they they won't need to wear their masks on the course if they maintain that social distancing. Mm-hmm. Are there going to be uh, – what about gallery? Are they going to be allowed? You know, I, I got a couple of messages from people asking if they could come and watch. And I said they could come and watch if they uh, wore masks the entire time. Mm-hmm. So generally we don't have a huge gallery because it's a tough walking course. Mm-hmm. But some younger players, I think parents might be coming out and stuff. So they're going to need to wear masks in order to, you know, to watch. And they have to stay on the cart path. They can't speak to the players or anything. So, um mm-hmm. okay. Okay. Um, so, again, for, for yourself, uh, Aaron, had, did you play at all competitively when you were in school or out of school? Well, honestly, uh, I didn't start playing until I was 35 years old. Oh, and, really? And so, but I got hooked really, really fast. When I first, uh, my husband played, not real well. Oh, I shouldn't say that. But anyway, <laughs> I went out with him and played, and uh I thought, well, how hard can this be? Because I was fairly athletic, played softball and basketball and, you know, volleyball, all that stuff. And so I thought, this can't be that difficult. And then I found out that, okay, it kind of is. And uh, I started out um, uh, playing, and and I went to uh, putt golf and just picked out some clubs. I had no idea what I was doing, got tips mm-hmm. from this person, that person, this person. And, uh, you know, which wasn't all that helpful. But in spite of that, I got myself down to a three handicap. And um, I played uh, amateur golf here in the area a bit up in Snohomish and uh, at the Snohomish Golf Course. I was a member out there of the ladies club. And then um, somebody talked me into turning pro. And it probably wasn't a great idea. Um, Mm -hmm. I did play some mini tour events. Um, I had a couple of top tens, but nothing spectacular um, I won as an amateur, uh, it was a, I can't remember even what it was. It was this Snohomish, it was a tri-city kind of, um, uh, thing. And then, um, so I played, you know, that, and then 
I decided I wanted to teach. And so I got into the LPGA and so I've been teaching ever since. So you just, at, at age 35, you just got into it and you just went all in, really. Not and bad. I had, I, had uh, I have a husband and three sons. They're all grown now. But they were, when my youngest was in kindergarten, I thought, well, I have some time. I also worked part-time at Alaska Airlines. I've had a whole bunch of different part-time jobs. Um, and I uh, worked at the homish, at the golf courses so I could get free golf. That kind of thing. So, mm-hmm. so I could, I could. Uh, if this game is addicting and it is frustrating and it's wonderful, and I just got hooked on it. There you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, it sounds like you're you hooked on it in a really good way because it looks like you're doing great stuff at the school with the kids programs and uh, now with the this annual uh, tournament the Northwest Women's Open giving uh, people a, a place to play that's what people want exactly well you know when i started the tournament i had played in the Washington State Open year women's open years ago when i first started kind of playing golf myself and i got to play with a professional and I was just so intrigued with watching her and what she's doing. And I thought, this is awesome. It would be great if other amateurs got to play with some professionals. So that was mm-hmm. my original intent with the tournament was to, and that's what I did at the beginning, was pair up, you know, an am with a couple of pros or whatever, so they could get the experience of, of observing a professional. And um, and then I also like to have lots of games. So we have prizes on, you know, uh, closest to the pin. I have a leap of the day. So if you screw up on the first day, you got the second day to come back. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have a senior division, which pays a separate purse. And so I have, I like to have lots of games going on. So mm-hmm. I brought all that to it. Nice. Yeah, very nice. Erin, uh, I appreciate you taking the time today to talk about this. I know you've got a lot going on with uh, getting ready for the, the school. Actually, talk about the school. When, when does that start up again in the fall? Well, it usually starts at the end of August, but I just got a word from my athletic director that, so it was going to start on the 24th of August, and now, I mean, my season, I don't know when they're starting school or how, what's happening with that at all. I don't Mm -hmm. think exactly they're waiting to hear, like, what the Seattle schools and stuff are going to do, Um, but now uh, they said that we're going to start on September 5th for the season, for the golf season, so we're, like, Mm -hmm. two, you know, behind. So yeah. if we go at all, I don't know. No. Okay. We provide transportation to uh, matches and to the practices from Bush to Jefferson. And mm-hmm. so the kids all writing and say, I don't know how we're going to do it. But we're, no. we're, we'll figure something out. Okay. Hopefully. All right. Uh, Aaron Zinkley, thanks so much for joining us today. Again, Aaron is the uh, director for the Northwest Women's Open, and if anyone has any questions about the tournament, they can go to the website, which is northwestwomensopen.com. Aaron, again, is the head coach for the varsity teams and also the middle school teams at the Bush School for both the boys and the girls. Aaron, it's got a busy day and busy life, and thanks again for taking the time to be with us today. You betcha, Tom. Thank you for having me. You bet. Talk to you soon. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye.